How many times has your team come to you? They're buried in an issue and they come to you with two options and both of them don't seem like they're the best option. Yet last uh, this week, I can actually share this because this, this isn't confidential or anything, but this week I got a message from one of my staff and uh, his he quoted me saying, there is always a third option. And uh, I'm going to share a little story of how that came to be and how important it is to have that mindset when you're facing troubles. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. What do you guys do when uh, problems facing you? Your team's been buried in it for a long time. They come to you with a couple solutions and none of them seem right. What do you do in that moment? That's something that uh, happens a lot if you're in leadership, especially if you're pushing things forward, you will break stuff as you try and move forward. Uh, and it's very important to make sure that you have the right mindset to persevere when things break in order to get to a place where you need to get to. In many cases, you'll come across, and this is what actually caused this problem, where I end up getting quoted by one of my staff, when you'll come up to a place where you have to do something and you know that by doing it, you will break something. And in some cases, that's better than leaving an issue be for longer. Now, in this situation, I'm talking about a technology problem, which is why I can kind of share a little bit more about it than a lot of the other stories. I always try and relate stuff to past experiences that are much harder or that I can keep confidential in a much easier way. But because this is software, it's not really not really the same kind of issue. But we we uncovered a few issues. We knew we had to get them fixed. Then we rolled out a fix that uh, had to be rushed because I'm new to this organization. So as I, I hunt through things, I turn every stone. And sometimes when I turn them, I see some problems that need to be resolved right away. When you resolve a problem with that level of haste, often things don't go as well as you plan. And in this case, three members of the team had been talking about where this problem was and the best solution to move forward to kind of make sure everything was everybody was still served uh but still resolve the issue that we had found. So um what happened to me was those those three staff member had staff members had met gone over it and they came to me the head of kind of the the decision maker on this project came to me and said we have two options. Um Whenever I hear that, I have an immediate reaction where I feel like I'm stuck in a corner. I feel like we're stuck. And both those options are probably not that great. And sure enough, in this case, both of them weren't that great. Now, there's no reflection of any of the staff. They're buried in this issue. They're just trying to resolve it. Uh, but both of the options were not good. And... For me, whenever I see two options that aren't good, I uh, or one option that seems too good to be true, you got to trust your gut. And I've kind of learned to trust my gut and pull back a little bit. But in this situation, both options weren't that that good. 
but they both appeared to be the only options that were available. That's when in my head I said there's always an option three. Always an option three. Think about that um, in in your situations. Whatever situations you have, uh, there is always a third option. It doesn't matter what the situation, there's usually something else. And sometimes that third option is to wait and do nothing. Uh, You never know what it is. But what happens when, what I've found happens to me is when I'm uh, posed two negative options, I had this experience as well in uh, previous jobs. I I remember I had the media were all over me on an issue that I didn't create, but the organization I was working for wanted me to resolve it really quickly. And I was like, I can't resolve this right now. I don't feel comfortable with any of the options that we have found. So give me a day. Um, Actually, I went for a bike ride and figured out on a bike ride. I didn't sit in my office and just think about it. I tried to do something with my body in order to come up with a solution. But your first reaction is, oh, you're a leader. You got to make quick decisions. Everyone tells you that. Leadership a lot of people in leadership say your job is to make real fast decisions, you know, make your call and move on. But if your gut tells you that the options that are being presented to you aren't the best, as in uh, your gut tells you that there's a better there's a better way forward, you have to go through a process that uh, that'll break down your um, initial response because what happens is when your body uh, when you feel like you're trapped, you feel like both options are bad. You have what's called an amygdala hijack. So your brain actually hijacks itself. So your prefrontal, your, your prefrontal cortex doesn't, um, work as well. And because the prefrontal cortex is in the frontal lobe of your brain, it's where all your complex thought processes occur. So what happens to you is when somebody gives you two bad options, you immediately get amygdala hijacked, which means you're not thinking through the most complex uh, solutions possible. You're actually in a more of a fight or, f- fight or flight state instead of really thinking through the situation. When I started in leadership uh, over a decade ago, Uh, I remember an issue that came to me and I was posed two bad options and I let that hijack hold. And I, and I also believe the lie that I had to make the decision, like um, anything that you have to do right away. For example, if you're, if you're buying stocks and you're, it's like, if I don't buy it today, I'm going to lose this opportunity. That is a lie. Uh, One of my brothers told me once, you know, if you find some, a really good deal on Kijiji, that means you will find that really good deal on Kijiji again at some point. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Kijiji is like a, uh, I don't know if it's in the U.S., but it's kind of like a Craigslist in the U.S., but Kijiji is basically a buy and sell. What a lot of people think is, oh, I found this deal. That's a once in a lifetime deal. Well, the truth is you just found it. Therefore, there's a high likelihood that it's going to happen again. But what happens in your brain is you have this knee-jerk response where you're, you get hijacked in a stressful situation and you make a poor decision. And you're pushed into that poor decision because of the lie that it's an urgent decision and it can't wait. 
So something that I've learned, I hope this makes sense to you. This is this has been a long learning process for me. And I, I will say as many times as I've lost, this week I won. And I went through a process that I kind of jotted down after because I was like, oh, finally, after 15 years of being put in these positions, I, I'm finally figuring out how to process it properly. Now, what I do, and I and you can share with me what you do. I'd love to hear what you do in these situations. But as soon as I hear of two negative options, I always tell myself there's a third option. But I have an amygdala hijack. So I feel shut down and I feel like I'm in a fight or a flight mode. Often what that does is you start pointing fingers. You start attacking people. You, you, uh, you actually don't go towards solving a solution you either wave your hands up and say there's nothing i can do about it or you you start blaming people for it that those are both your flight your fight or flight a lot of people don't understand this when you give somebody pressure and they either attack others or attack themselves that's a fight response if they wave their hands up and say they give up that's a flight response that means your amygdala is doing the work. It, you've been hijacked and your prefrontal cortex is not carrying its weight. So as a leader, you have to come to a place where this is very important. You acknowledge that you're doing one of those because that's a, that's a basic function. It doesn't require a lot of complexity to know that you're either fighting or flighting. Now, once you've done you, you think to yourself, and this is what I did, is I thought there has to be a third option. There must be a third option. Sat there for a few minutes thinking uh, about that. And then I just started asking question after question. And, and curiosity also opens up the prefrontal cortex. So it's not like I'm a rocket science uh, scientist here. I'm just working through the processes to leverage my brain. That's it. And I also got to trust that I've solved some complex problems in the past, so I can do it again. So you, you acknowledge that you're having a fight or flight response. You start asking questions, with, which open up curiosity. And then you trust that you will come to a third option. If you come to that place where you can acknowledge that this is what happened to you, you can take the steps. And often in the middle of that, I usually take a real deep three seconds in, three seconds out breath. I do that a couple of times to reset. Say, I'm in control. I do not need to be hijacked. I don't need to have an amygdala hijack response on this. And I can solve this problem. And there's always an, a third option. When you learn how to identify this in yourself and in your team, you will find ways out of problems that you never thought were possible. And also remember that you are fresh in the situation that people are bringing to you. So you have an advantage there. It's not that you're smarter than them. You just have clarity because you weren't involved in the, all of the brainstorming. So remember this when you're faced with a problem that gives you that negative response. There is a way out. Just follow some steps and you will get there. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.